What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Who You Got With? Mello. And Rado is a sports podcast where you talk your favorite sports highlights, sports debates, and sports matchups. And we want to thank you guys for coming up and listening to us again. And we got a lot of things to tell you guys. If you guys are watching, make sure you guys like the video below. And if you guys are listening to whatever podcast platform you are, if you guys are listening to us, Apple, Spotify, we're everywhere. Make sure you guys go ahead and click that subscribe button and make sure you rate it as well. We'd love oh, yeah. that. And also, we got a lot of good things to tell you guys about our, our new merch that we got on our Patreon. Um, if you go ahead and go on our Patreon, patreon.com slash who you got podcast. If you sign up and then go ahead and follow along with us, there's a few tiers that you can subscribe and check out the behind the scenes. And also we got some merch for you guys. Oh, yeah. You know, we love giving back to the fans. Exactly. And you can just follow us on all social media. We're on TikTok, TikTok, you know, slash who you got. Also, if you just check us out on YouTube, just search who you got on the search bar. You guys will find pretty us, much anywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, exactly. anywhere you need to. We got like short reels everywhere as well. And. Like you said, also on Facebook and wherever else, you know, you need to find us. But also, if you want to check out our personal Instagrams, I'm at Instagram slash the iconic dude and mellow the notorious. There you go. So if you guys want to check us out there and I appreciate you guys again for checking us out. So what are we talking about this week, Mello? Oh, you already know. Uh, it's been a hell of a year. A lot of sports. Uh obviously uh we cover a lot of ufc events and we are pretty much in the middle of july and uh, today i wanted to talk about uh basically our own version of the mid-season awards right, uh, right pretty much who's been impressing so far uh six months into the year and we've been saying it every main card uh they never seem to surprise it's been a hell of a year uh hell of a lineup a lot of great fights so definitely want to uh, start talking about some of those uh some of those top UFC uh, fighters who have been yeah, making a scene this year. That's for sure. And I mean, like you said, it has been a hell of a year for the UFC. They've put out some amazing cards, honestly. Oh, yes. Um, like, the the main fight in the card is always exciting. Oh, yes. Know, the undercard is exciting, too. You got a lot of prospects that are, you're looking at. So we wanted to pretty much just give all the awards away. You know, we got how many awards that we want to go through? Oh, yeah. Six. We got a submission of the year, knockout of the year, fight of the year fighter of the year mm -hmm. best female fighter best male fighter obviously one of those are going to be our fighter of the year more than likely possibly possibly, possibly. uh best prospect and then best main card nice nice so i mean why don't we just go ahead and get into it uh i think that we should start off with submission of the year to be honest and, oh yes uh, and a lot of great choices you know what this year has been a year for submissions and uh even though a lot of the the way the ufc has moved it's moved from submissions to stand-up fighting oh, this yeah. year for sure, but uh, and a lot of the knockouts are pretty much you know knockout by punches or on the ground punches. But this year there was a few that really stood out, and for me the submission of the year had to go to Yuri Prochaska when he beat Glover Teixeira in a lightweight heavyweight matchup, it was a <laughs> title matchup as well. And rear just, naked choke. It was insane that rear naked choke. I mean, obviously this one like really made you say wow because the whole fight was going back and forth and it was a he got choked out the sheriff got choked out in the fifth round so it was really really a crazy fight going back and forth they were both beating up on each other i mean the rear naked show happened in the in the fifth round and it really seemed like prochesca was going to lose that fight most people and had glover winning yes exactly if you were if you were going to go the distance i mean pretty much it would have been a three to two um 
you know, matchup. Mm-hmm. But somehow Prochesco was able to take those punches, man. He he was able to eat up so many, so many punches. And uh, for, for him to, like, you know, be able to, like, take all those punches and, and also uh, from a guy like Glover, even though Glover's in his late years, but he's yeah, got they a was punch, trading. bro. But they were trading punches, and they were both bloodied up. And if, if you remember, Prochesco was the one that was really – bloody more than mm-hmm. you know uh than to share during the fight so i mean that was a crazy submission I, nobody really expected it to happen because the way that the fight was going oh, no. and even when I were, they were on the ground the guy that was like winning on the ground was to share so you you didn't really expect uh you know you definitely saw why prochesco so good he could flip his uh way around you with his long legs he's able to like you know really he's got some weird weird uh stances he likes to move around and stuff when he's on the ground but the way he was able to like control you know to share in that fifth round on the ground was incredible because it didn't happen in the, the fewer you know the second third and fourth round but right for me that's why i think that was definitely one of the best oh no what about uh, you don't gotta be one of the top choices uh, the man's was seconds away from basically losing his title shot. Right. Um, right, and right. pretty much came out in the fifth round with the rear naked chokehold. So 100% agreed. Um, right. <clears throat> that was honestly what I first chose mm. when I thought about this. Uh, but then I was like, there's, and you'll see why I didn't choose that mm. uh, for right now. But I was like, you know what? I think I need to switch this choice up. Um, gotcha, gotcha. And I ended up switching it to Charles Oliveira. When he choked out Justin Gaethje, Ooh, because that was, that was a fantastic finish. Was um, pretty much, that was very hyped up. A lot of, even more hyped up, just because of the whole belt issue. Um, but pretty much, uh, didn't didn't disappoint. Um, Oliveira tried to set the set the tone early, caught Gaethje right out the gate, um, put him on wobbly legs. Um, but pretty much, Gaethje always liked to throw back. Right. Um, yep. So. Yep. Gaethje ended up catching him with an uppercut. Um, Oliviera dropped. Gaethje said, I don't want none of that. Get back up. <laughs> Oliviera got back up. Got snapped right back down with a, with a straight. I don't want none of that again. Get back up. He got back up. But at that point, um, Gaethje was a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is done time and time again. We done seen Charles take a punch, take more than a punch. <clears throat> That's a fact. Get knocked down get back up so you know he's he's, he him and gage are trading again um at a certain point gagey gets caught uh pretty much uh they try to do a little grappling um and once uh gagey got dropped charles have no problem going to the ground pretty much got in there the little the little scrambling but he just slipped his arm under the chin Mm. and got that submission yeah man and it was just like that obviously first round quick as hell um and then like i said in that you got three damn knockdowns um, you know, it looked like it wasn't going good for Charles and then just like the turn of an eye came through, got a submission. And at that point he's just like, We're coming from the submission goal. Yeah. And that's I mean, one of the reasons why I chose him because I already had two this year and we're talking yeah, about the yeah. submission goal. What brought the nineteen all time. You're not wrong about that. He was even talking about before the fight that he was gonna submit submit him and he did. So I definitely give him submission of the year. I mean, you, you know what? I mean, that that's a great one because also, obviously, like, uh, every time that Charles went down as well, like like you said. Gaethje did not want to go down there. It. He didn't want it down below. So oh, he no. just let him get back up, which is insane to me. So, obviously, he knew. He knew that he was trying to stay away from that, stay away from the ground. So, I mean, that's that's a great pick, man. I can't lie. That's a great pick. Um, I mean, both of those could definitely could definitely win it. Uh, 
either one could because they were oh, both yeah. for title title fights as well. So exactly, exactly. Like I said, Yuri uh, pretty much snatching the crown away in the last second with the rear naked, and and Gaethje, uh knocking down Oliveira twice uh, to then get submitted. Both great choices. True. I mean, and, you can't go wrong with either. And I'll be honest, I, they're gonna be. Uh, obviously, all these awards are chosen at the end of the year. Um, we're gonna do by us obviously but by the organization as well exactly. um so right now these two are clearly top two choices so it's gonna be hard to see another submission in the rest of this year that can honestly beat that yeah i mean you're not lying you're not lying about like one that. of those and, and we could talk about that a little bit later actually because uh looking into the future for one of these guys um you know he might have a, a chance but yeah i yep. mean th- th- both of those like you said both of those are definitely in the running for you know even contender of the year, not just uh, Nick know, fight and uh, submission of the year. Yes, yep. Uh, sorry, uh, submission of the year. Yep, both of them are. Uh, but next up, uh, you want to do knockout of the year? Oh yeah, knockout of the year. Mm-hmm. I would say, want me to take that? Uh, my, yeah, there are. Don't matter. I mean, you know, I I know who I'm picking for this who one. It got? might be a little bit different. So for me, man, I know I know people are gonna remember this one because this was one of the most spectacular knockouts, not just in the UFC this year. But honestly, in UFC women's history, mm. Whaley Zhang going against Joanna. Oh, yeah. And oh, man, with that back fist, the spinning back fist, that is. That was insane. Obviously, it was in uh, UFC 275 on June 11th. Ooh. So it was pretty recent. So oh, yeah. Very recent. Remember, it was in the second round, uh, you know, two minutes, 28 seconds in the second round. And obviously, this was a, a rematch for Joanna. Uh, she was trying to come back and, and defeat. You know, Wei Lee, this was a right, right, right. This was a, supposed to be a big rematch for her, you know, coming back after being injured as well. The like, closest and best, or closest and basically best women's fight we've ever seen was yeah. was Wei Lee versus Joanna. The first one was definitely in the history books as like one of the greatest women's fights ever. Mm-hmm. First of all, one all like the the all rounds, and then it, they were bloodied up by, oh, by yeah. the end of it. I mean, we both said like how Joanna looked, and we saw how like Wei Lee looked. They were both crazy. Uh, but I mean, Wei Lee came out on this one, and she was really like fit in this fight. Like, oh yeah, you could she see was that Joanna was the one that was like trying to get fit for this fight. Like, Wei Lee came out there; she was moving around the ring very easily, moving around Joanna, and she was actually able to like you know uh, get a few really good hits in the first round, where it kind of like knocked her knocked her back, brought her towards the cage, and she was fighting from the cage a little bit, Joanna. So the second round, same thing pretty much happened, and she was moving back towards the cage, and then. You know, as as they were kind of clenched together, Whaley Zhang kind of pushed her away, and then she did the spinning back fist. And honestly, it was a Nate Robinson from there, <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna call it—a Nate Robinson drop. And y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Girl got retired, and that's the thing about that. Like the knockout of the year, I call it that because not only did she lose, and then after the loss, obviously Joanna won in the interview when she said that she's gonna retire from the UFC. She said that she can't do it anymore. So the girl got retired. That's honestly why I definitely think it's it's one of the best, uh, not just knockouts of the year, but also of women's history. I mean, yeah, Joanna's thirty four and she's got a great legacy. And oh yeah, nothing goes against her. But the way that you know the previous me- meeting happened with Whaley, you know, she won it in a split decision, and then obviously this one. We thought it was going to be another brutal fight, and it was. Mm-hmm. It was just brutal on one side, though. So. And very short. Definitely crazy fight. Definitely crazy mm. fight. Yeah, no, I definitely, uh, definitely thought that was a great. The uh, at the end of the day, like just like you said, spinning back fist to retire one of the goats. Definitely got to go. It was one of the knockouts of the year. Right. Um. So 100. percent But honestly, uh, for me, 
Oh, uh, I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought about, I thought about Zaylee, um, but truthfully, <laughs> uh, just seeing Michael Chandler melt Tony Ferguson's face off Ooh, another guy pretty much retired. Another guy. <laughs> with that kick, and like that's the thing, like one I've never seen such a bad kick. Like Tony's face was deformed while them toes was in his chin. I ain't going uh, front his his chin was like above his nose and his face was deformed when you look at that in slow motion for him to drop like that and still be out for minutes it was such a brutal knockout um i'll be honest like ferguson was actually doing pretty decent going up against other. i'll be honest most of us knew it wasn't going to be a competitive like we already knew what it was uh but but tony actually looked pretty good exchanged pretty well um didn't want to stay in the pocket too long, was trading blows, throwing kicks, keeping his distance, trying to find that range. So he actually really like did all right up until that fucking kick came. Right, man. And and then Chandler right. said he don't even practice kicks. So like no, that's, that's what I was gonna that's say. Not like, something that's not something he tried to throw, like he just seen it, just flicked the just flicked it up. It was like it literally wasn't like it was the most powerful kick either. Like he just flicked it up, caught him in the right perfect just frame right in the middle oh between my his arms god like it was just it was such a brutal knockout so for me that's 100 percent knockout of the year so i ain't gonna because it's not easy to put down tony, uh, tony, tony ferguson Ferguson's a big dude for sure it's not not easy to put him away and he's got a lot of length oh cool key like he yeah. just makes his whole career just getting bloodied up and beaten up while still just like he's like the korean zombie that's all that's what they fight like bro you could tell i mean have you seen his ears like you can oh tell. yeah you can tell i mean <laughs> But I, I'm not gonna lie. As far as brutal knockouts goes, that was definitely a brutal knockout. It, it hurt to see that. Like I seen that, and it wasn't even like I cheered. I, I was just extremely concerned right away. I'm like, oh my god. And that was definitely brutal. And and honestly, for for as far as brutal knockout, that probably wins. But like you said, that you know he didn't really expect to even throw that kick out there. It was just like something that he threw. You know that. So it wasn't like. As pretty as the one that Whaley Zhang did. I mean, with with them, they were clinched. Joanna and uh, Whaley, they were clinched up, and then it was like a very quick, like sudden push where Joanna tried to like hit Whaley with a left. She moved back, and then she just decided she was like, "I'm just gonna do a spinning left kick." I'm sorry, a, a spinning back fist, and then knocked her right in the square in the jaw where you could even see like that she pretty much like. I mean. It broke almost probably broke like parts of her jaw, and we know like we know that she went to surgery after the fight. They even said right. that she went to surgery, but they didn't say if it was broken or if it was just like reconstructed, you know, just for movement or something, you know. I'll be honest, I can pretty much like I'll bet money that Michael Chandler, not like I, I, I there's six months left in the year, and there will not be another highlight yeah. in the UFC this year like that. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. That go, was a high if we go light. That, yeah, yeah. And we when they that. get to the end of the year and they look at fight of the year, or I mean not fight of the year, knockout of the year. Yeah, hang on, okay. That's that's the highlight. highlight that's of the, the year. highlight of the year. Yeah. They're gonna pick that as fight of the year. And I don't see it's anything else being as brutal. Like I promise you, unless unless it is Alessandra get caught with the meanest left hook by Alex Pereira and go stiff again. Right. That's the only like. <laughs> Chandler caught him so clean, so flush. Right. And he was out cold. He was out before his foot left his face. I mean, that's a, that's a fact. I mean, man, it was it was brutal. I can't I'm going to give you that. You know what? It was definitely like the highlight of the year, 
just the the way that it came in it wasn't it was unexpected for sure yeah so i, I kind of got to give you that but as far as like jujitsu like fighting with how pretty it is like I like that spinning back fist. I mean, usually when you're thinking about kicks, knockouts, you're usually thinking about side kicks, or side kicks to the head. But that one was a middle one, so you never really expect that as much. Yeah, so I yeah. can understand you picking that. And honestly, you're, you're kind of like changing my mind a little bit now that I'm thinking about it because the way you said it, it's going to be highlighted. It's going to be a highlight of the year. You're right about that, 100%. So honestly, I'm I'm really like tied on this one now. Like I was going for way little way leaves a little bit more, but. Now I'm definitely like tied with them. Yeah, and no, obviously yeah. with the with the, obviously we just did two. Because uh, also that two fight awards. was a, it was a title fight, the Wei Li fight versus exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah, we just did two awards. Um, but both of the ones that I didn't choose, the my backup choices, the one that you chose. And that's funny because the ones that I didn't choose, that was my backup. Right, choice. so crazy. definitely like so definitely I mean, either, good choice. So I'll be up right? there. Yes, sir. Either or. And uh, next up, we we do got the fight of the year. Fight of the year. And, I'm gonna and just we start, just talked about four of them. And we pretty much did. And one, I think one of them is going to be it. And for me, it is. I mean, I'm going to pick that Yuri Prochaska fight where he beat Glover. Um, I still want to talk about that one a little bit more. I mean, it was still in that UFC 275, which was an amazing card as well. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, he, he uh, Teixeira beat Glover. I'm sorry, Prochaska beat the sheriff why can't they have like easy names like john Eerie. and sam and you Eerie. know what i'm saying like no, yuri and, and glover last name though yuri and glover everyone knows exactly who you talk about yuri and glover hey, yo, p and t like they was fighting <laughs> and then all right like, nah prochaska like he he got him in a submission in the fifth round uh you know with four minutes left which is pretty crazy it was uh he was able to land 231 significant strikes both of them were uh and prochaska was able to land 130 to uh Teixeira's 100 uh 68 you know accuracy for Teixeira 58 percent for um for Prochaska so it's one of the most accurate punching fights in history the last one at at this level was a 57.9 a percent accuracy which was a John Jones fight back in like 2013 so honestly, like a, a lot of them started out with like a few leg kicks, but most of it was head and body shots. That's it. Like head and body shots most of the way. And they were connecting. Honestly, both of them were going at it to share. was honestly getting that Prochaska a little bit more. He was actually able to like hurt him a little bit with his fists where Prochaska was moving back. He was actually like stumbled a little bit a few times. And honestly, there was one point in uh, the third round where he thought like they might even stop the fight, you know, because he was uh, he was starting to wobble mm-hmm. and he had so much blood in his uh i think it was like right outside of his eye that was cut and it was like bleeding so much so that's what sure was really hoping for but i mean obviously once you got into the to the final minute of the third round or sorry the fourth round in the end, final minute of the fourth round you can kind of see where Prochaska was able to like spin around to and to didn't want to stay on the ground that much every time that they went on the ground to would like stay there a little bit and then Prochaska would somehow come around him and do like some some sort of you know reverse where he was he was able to like you know take control of the of the ground game and Teixeira didn't really want to do that in the fifth round he wanted to stay up he really wanted to keep the fight you know up on on top and he actually made a mistake Prochaska where where he actually like he uh he hit him really hard he hit Prochaska really hard and he was starting to move back towards the cage, and it looked like he was wobbling, oh, ready was. to fall, and ready to get knocked out. All you needed was two more shots, but Teixeira didn't take his chance. He just didn't. And honestly, at that point, 
after the fourth round was done, it was for sure it was, you know, three to one on, you know, Teixeira was winning that fight three to one at that point. Oh, Once yeah. Four rounds are done. Fifth round came up. Very quickly, you could see that Teixeira was not, you know, he wasn't trying to get it to the ground, but he made a mistake where he tried to do a takedown, and that's where Yuri got him. He was able to get around his back, take control, and get that submission. And it was an incredible fight. First of all, it was a title fight. We talked about that before. Second of all, the guy that won wasn't winning most of the fight. Right, right. You know, and obviously Teixeira is in his late years. Barshaska is kind of like, you know, coming up in his prime right now. But as far as it was going, the older guy was being the young kid, you know. So oh, yeah. it really looked like it was going to be like a, a storybook ending. But then Yuri just came up and he just ruined it for him. So mm-hmm. that's why I had it as my fight of the year, though, honestly. It was just like the storyline young versus old also like the way that the fight was going that's why what about you though what you think about that uh so honestly um same really that's why i didn't pick him uh, uh, for submission of the year because uh, i actually chose it for fight of the year gotcha. uh like you said instant instant classic uh 231 significant strikes landed high efficiency high accuracy right uh glover was piecing him up all all fight he was getting his hooks going real good. Um, dropped them a few times. Basically, it looked like it was money in the bag. Yeah. <clears throat> Up until we got to the fifth round, uh, Glover Glover actually uh, hit him with a hook. He got wobbly, and instead of going for the ground and pound, decided to go for a fucking uh, rear naked choke, Right. which didn't right. work, and that's how the scramble happened with the the reach round to the back, and then that's how he lost the fight. So pretty much, like I don't, I'll be honest, I don't have much to say because you basically just said everything. Right. Um, I mean, it w- and this is the third time we pretty much picked this fight but in I'm, this episode alone, just to let you know how good that fight was. That Clearly, was insane, like like insane. I said, two hundred and thirty-one significant strikes with what you said, sixty-eight and fifty-eight percent accuracy. That is a hundred percent going down as an instant classic. Like that's why there's right. no questions about it. That is one of the best fights and one of the best submissions we had this year. And it already ranks number one in as far as like the accuracy. Like yeah, hundred percent significant strikes. It already ranks number one, but also they were trading the blows that, all night. Just the fact that Teixeira was winning that mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. He was winning that fight. And, and no one, why, and then most people had him losing to begin with. He came out, showed that he was looking younger, looking fresher, looking right. stronger, was winning the whole fight just for Yuri to pull pull himself from the jaws of the right. of the mouth of a shark and right. just set himself free. He, yeah, he set himself up for failure at the end because he, he made a mistake trying to go down for that last like uh, takedown when he shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, it was definitely, definitely his fault. And... Ah man, it it feels bad because I think Yuri's gonna come back, or sorry, not Yuri, but I think that Glover's gonna come back and fight again, uh, one more fight possibly before he retires. You never he know. He says he's not done, but yeah, at the end of the day, he's not getting a title shot. Not not anymore. And honestly, we'll see what happens with Yuri because he's got some crazy stances when he when he stands, so he can easily get knocked out by somebody that's a little bit more technically sound, you know. And especially uh, he just showed a lot of holes. He does. He definitely showed a lot of holes in this game. He was he was getting hit hit a lot. Definitely getting punched punched around a lot, you know. Got bled up a little bit. They even like brought in the doctor at one point. So, you know, in the in the third round, they brought him in just to like look at his eye. They said, "Oh, he's all right," and then they let him go. Yeah, but yeah. definitely fight of the year for me. I I don't know. And uh, if you guys want to comment below and let us know your fight of the year for this year for uh for the UFC, this this is a really good one because honestly, it, it there's a few that we could also think about. I mean, 
there, there's definitely like a few other ones that that I can think about, like Davidson Figueredo fight that where he recaptured the flyweight title versus Moreno. That was mm-hmm. a great fight as well. Obviously, like even even the other knockout that I was talking about, Whaley Zhang. Those are good ones. So comment below if you want. Like, tell us the best fight of the year. You nah, think. after my second choice would have been Gilbert Burns or losing uh, to Cosma Cosma, that was a great fight. That as was, well. a great that was a great fight, fight as well. And I definitely want to talk about him a little bit later too, uh, Chamai, but possibly. Uh, but let's move on to the fighter of the year. Oh yeah. I mean, for me, this is this is gonna be an easy one. Even though this guy only had one fight this year, I'm gonna be honest, man. It's Charles Oliveira for me. Yeah, and, too. Well, it, you're talking about in 2021 or 2022 is what I'm talking. about. He didn't about. fight Dustin this year. No, that was December 2021. That was in December. So, so that's why, like, that's yeah. why. But it's still, I you. still count him because no, no, he's still the 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 Gaethje fight still exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Gaethje fight was so good. But most, that means everyone else fought once this year besides Israel. Most people did, except and those who were yeah. pretty like very like technical fights where exactly yeah yeah but I, i'm gonna give you why um I'm, I'm gonna give him like fighter of the year status because there is a few things about him like I, I was going i'm not gonna lie like i i went with the with a few other guys at first like Nganu with uh, volkanovsky and uh but honestly like olivier definitely deserves it uh first of all he's got the lightweight wrapped around his neck like you already know that he he's got that he cemented it he's been balling now he had that may 7 showdown with justin gaethje which was insane um it didn't have the fighter of the year status for me yet because uh, he did he did do some things which we'll talk about later. But as far as like the you know, um, just him being the fighter of the year, as far as like the whole UFC, he cemented himself for that. There there is a few things why uh, I I might I might have a, a disagreement what he did this year. But as far as in the ring. I think that he cemented himself as fighter of the year. Yeah. But outside the ring, he might have not, is what I'm saying. Right, That's right. what I meant to say by that. But obviously, like, uh, during that Justin Gaethje fight, like, early, it looked like Oliveira, like, he was getting hit a little bit, but not too much. Like, he was taking a few punches here and there. And, and surprisingly, like, Justin was trying to really use his legs. Um, Justin Gaethje was trying to use his head uh, legs on uh, Oliveira and really trying to get more significant strikes in the, in the first round. And he did, he was able to like get, uh, 33 shots, you know, to 21. So it was definitely like, a, you know, whole, like he was hoping that he was going to do it, but just like later in the fight, he got him with the takedown, which was obviously still on the, in the first round, but it, it just like, uh, once you get that takedown from Charles, you can't get away, man. Like right. he, he he can submit you so quickly, and it's not just that like he beat one of the best guys in his division. Like he's done that for the last five fights. Mm-hmm. It's the way he did, it, how quickly he did it, and he knows his he knows what he does best. He knows he does best on the ground. He knows that he can submit you, um, and obviously, like the reason why I have him as probably a fighter of the year is because even other other UFC fighters are talking about how good his reign has been just since he's had the, had the belt and uh, getting, you know, all the way to this year and beating one of the best guys again. And Justin Gaethje, even like other fighters have said that, you know, Khabib possibly retired because, you know, Olivier was coming onto the scene. So that's what a lot of people were saying is because like Olivier was getting into his prime. That's why, Fighters didn't say that. The news, like people online. No, said no, no. That. There was there was a prominent fighter in the UFC that said that there was. There was one prominent fighter that recently suggested that who a retired uh, lightweight goat 
Nurmagomedov might have walked away and part of fear out of Oliveira. Who said that? Uh, it's a prominent fighter. Y'all going to have to go ahead and research that yourselves, though. Make sure you guys mm, do I that. Seen, no, I that seen, is true. I've seen the same thing. That, uh, I've heard I that on a few... A few uh, I've seen the same thing, um, but I couldn't see. Like It was always people are like... It said it was a former champion, so I don't know. Wild thing is like... He wasn't even. He was literally a journeyman at that point. He, Charles Oliveira was known. He was just not as good as he was now. No one was scared of him. Right, right. So he didn't retire because he I, was coming. I, I agree with you 100. percent But people are just saying that that's how good he no, is. No, because so people are just you know because people are saying that he he would beat Khabib, and now people are saying that's why Khabib won't come back, and now people are saying that's why he's retired. It's just a whole like in. I promise you, I, I don't believe not one person in the UFC that isn't on Charles Oliveira's team but, said that could be retired. But you know what's interesting, though, is like if Khabib possibly could have retired because he saw like all the talent that was coming up. I don't know. I mean, Just he saying. beat everyone. He did. But Charles, Charles was the only one because Charles at that point had a losing record mm-hmm. and wasn't even in the top 10. No, that's true. That's true, though. He definitely that's. You got a good point there, though. You, you know, he wasn't even in the top 10 at that point, And, yeah, he wasn't – obviously, like, Khabib wasn't looking at him like that. So yeah, no. It wasn't It wasn't a big deal. But, obviously, people are saying that just because they're comparing oh, the yeah. prime of Charles to the prime of Khabib. And I, I could see that. Uh, I, I just – I think that they have different Oh, I think Charles' sets, so. prime is already better than Khabib's. As far as a prime, but yes. as, far, as far as, like, styles, I do think that Khabib would be the type of fighter that could beat Charles because of knockout power. But that's just me. Well, it depends. Charles clearly got knockout power, and Charles just pretty much withstood some of the two top knockout artists in his division in Dustin Poirier and Gaethje and Chandler. His three last fights, he almost got knocked out, showed he got a chin, came back out, and submitted all three of them. True, true, true. So really, I'll be honest, our closest test to seeing what Charles Olivier can do is pretty much coming this November. So is that your fighter of the year? Hundred percent, Charles. Oliveira? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said everything that needs to be said, so we could just move on to the that's fight. That's where November. I was just gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because if y'all want to see next. if he could beat Khabib, right. we're gonna get the Dagestanian monster himself, not Khabib. But um, exactly. Islam Makachev, excuse me. So he's gonna be pretty much. Uh, it's gonna be a crazy fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, UFC 280. They're already like, uh, they got. I mean, the posters up. So make sure. You guys check the check out that. Yeah, nah. Box. So um, pr- pretty much like you said, uh, he one fight obviously, but dominated. Almost got knocked out twice. Had to hope the belt debacle. Uh, but pretty much we're talking about a man who's all time leader in finishes with nineteen mm-hmm. submissions at sixteen, and pretty much at this point done fought the top three contenders in his division. And beat them exactly. in wild fashions, right. and now he's taking on the next one. So at this point, I think he's going to be fighter of the year. Um, I know don't like whoa, like you whoa. said. You think so? Yes. You're calling his next fight a win, pretty much. Yes. That's what you're saying already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Prediction yeah. alert. Prediction oh, alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prediction alert. I'll be honest. So you know what it is. That's I. I was one of the people who slept on him so much. Okay. I refused to give him the respect he deserved, and he refused to. He keeps showing me wrong, bro. I remember because I was always picking him, and you were like, like "Nah, nah Charles nah. doesn't have this one." I'm like, "Yo, Charles is a submission monster. Like he's a win streak monster." At like, this point, but not, I mean, look at so at this point, he's gonna 
anyone on the go on the floor with him is gonna have to respect his skills regardless if they think they're the best wrestler in the world. Listen, same thing. You know why you know why I think he's gonna win? So Chimaev versus Burns. Chimaev thought he can go in there and throw everyone around. And he right. was. Right. Until he got to a, a BBJ expert. Right, but he still won. He still won. But <laughs> Burns isn't Burns isn't champion. You. I feel you. But Burns is yeah, he's but not I'm saying, champion. Yeah. But Chimaev has the same wrestling thought he could do whatever he want until he got to someone who's prolific on the ground at bbj so for me for me islam think he's about to go on the floor Mm. with oliviera he's stupid here's the thing he's stupid i I do agree with you on uh sorry uh man these guys are all they all their names chamaya versus burns chamaya fazia makachiev uh nergameta you got so many but yes so Chimaev, I do agree with you on that, but Makachev is a lot better on the ground. Makachev is so much better on the and ground. And you know who's a lot better than Burns too? No, obviously Charles is the best. That's Charles what I'm saying. In the UFC, but here's the thing though: like he can hold his own. He's he's been on the ground where he's had to, he's been tested. And uh, Islam hasn't been tested. Islam's been tested by who? Barneil? I mean, he's gotten on the ground where he. I'm gotten, t- but like, I'm talking about it's just he's like been held on top where where uh, he's had to like. Well, but I'm saying control. like it's, it's just like uh it's just like uh the whole Chim- uh, Alex Pereira and Chimaev like mm-hmm. Islam basically gets to skip everyone for a title shot because all the last four people in the above him just fought for the title. He hasn't fought no one in the top five. He only fought one person in the top ten. Same thing with Chimaev. He thought he was running through everyone until he got someone in the top five and he had problems running through him. Now, obviously, we we all thought Chimaev still was going to win. I I personally wanted Burns to give it, you know, a little bit. But that's my point. Everyone loves to just like, oh, this this guy did this guy that. Islam has not faced top five, top 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 five competition yet in his division, and I he got and he's skipping he's all them. Six, so I mean, I, who's I get a that. six? Well, what what he just faced recently? What do you mean his his previous his last fight? Uh, Islam Makachev's last fight that he faced was against the number six guy in the UFC, and uh, the reason why I I don't agree with like your earlier part is because a lot of a lot of people. I'm not saying you, I'm definitely not saying uh, you're saying this, but a lot of people like to put all these like. Dagestan and and Russian and and uh, Kazakhstan fighters like all in the same boat like they fight the same way like they're boxers nah, or something and like Chimaev has his own Chima, I, I will he read, has his own wrestling style I don't even his, know what it yeah, is yeah it's definitely weird and he's not good at wrestling but Makachev I, I would say he's a lot better wrestler than you know even Kazmod and uh, yeah then I mean and he's going up against the worst person he wants to go up against on the floor. I, I definitely in agree the with UFC, that, not even in his division. He's better in than, the UFC. He's definitely better than uh, people give him credit for. Obviously, I mean, for him to keep winning, he he's a knockout specialist. As Bro, well, so he thing, faced Bobby Green. Bobby Green. Yes, thank you, Bobby Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bobby Green was on top of him like a lot that fight. But That's I'm saying he hasn't literally. He hasn't faced no competition yet, and he, he don't top six. Bobby, Bobby Green, Green is not top six. He was number six at that at that time. Bobby Green is twenty nine, thirteen, and one. Check the stats. Check the rankings. I think he's still like top ten. Bobby Green. He's still like top ten. He's still but, on the top you, ten. I promise you, Bobby Green. But not to up. mention, and and uh, we could have this conversation. We we top we, we top five, will have that top one to top five. It's still a whole way better ball game than top six to top ten. And I feel you on that, but he's. I mean, he Charles has already he, faced he, everybody though. Exactly, so but that's all point. The point so of right now, Islam 
has not faced top five competition, let alone. So everyone thinking he's about to go in there and be the better ground person? Y'all tripping. Mm, I mean. We watched him go against scrubs for the last three years. I won't be honest. Like, uh, I just, I mean, I, I think that he, he has, like, faced some competition. I mean, there's a reason that they want him to fight. Bro, Bobby Green. Before that, Dan Hooker. And Dan Hooker wasn't ranked in top ten. I mean, he, Tiago he Moy says like these are older names, like they're but Hooker, they're not. Hooker was ranked. Now, he's still like thirteenth in the rankings. He Hooker. hasn't faced anyone in the top ten. That's what I'm saying. He did. Bobby Green wasn't a top ten. I'll give you that. But he wasn't a top. He yeah, wasn't yeah, a top yeah, he ten. Was. He was top six. But give Bobby like we just named off. We literally hey, have listen, Poirier, Gaethje, Chandler. And freaking Olivier, Bobby Green means absolute jack shit in that division. And I feel you on that, but there's a reason why, like, he's he's first of all like he's on no right now he right now he's getting it because win streak and plus half of his wins are by submission. So obviously he's good enough on the ground. Oh no, he deserves a fight next. Like, but I'm saying everyone thinking he's about to just go in there. Like, no, no, no. My point is not that. That's not my point that he's just gonna go in and win. My point is that he's not like. The other Russians, as far as stand up fighting, he's definitely a more ground, like ground and pound, nah. and also ground guy. And he's going up against the worst person he like wants to only, take to the floor. He's twenty two and one, and ten of his wins are by submission. You know, ten of them. So like half of his wins are by submission, only three by knockout. So he's not that type of like no, I know, you know puncher. He's not like Fiziev. He's not like uh, the other guy. So I just definitely think it's a better matchup. Oh no, it's gonna be a great matchup. We, we're definitely gonna talk but about that. Me, when you see how hype we until, are, until until you face top five competition, I will not. I will listen, like. I, I can't I give you, you any props on what your skill set is so far until you show me that skill set against the elite in your division. I mean, I, I I agree with you on some level, honestly. But the UFC always likes to bring guys up before they lose, so then they can and no, I'm, make money. But off I'm not disagreeing so. against that. I'm just saying. You're not gonna convince me you that he not, him respect. N- yeah, not at all right. until he starts for yeah. And I get that. So that's fine. He go out. Play. He go out there and wash, wash Olivier. Then I have nothing to say. And I feel you on that, but I watch. But his, I don't his think his that's last, gonna happen. I watched his last five fights. He's on a ten or ten fight win streak. He's got ten wins. Bro, if I didn't tell you who Bobby Green, Green was, you couldn't tell me his last five opponents. No well, one can. Like I, had, I mean, we, I definitely knew Dan Hooker, but Bobby Bobby Green, I couldn't remember just because Bobby because Green they're all they're but he all was a top forgettable. Six, but he wasn't because top they're six. all forgettable. I mean, he was a top six though in his own right. Bro, we we literally just talk about the most vacant, prolific division, and we've said it plenty of times this year alone that this is I mean, the most stacked the top, division. The That's what I'm saying. Five, and there is one guy that definitely uh, deserves Bobby to Green go might as well be 13th right now. Well, no, he probably I, is 13th right now. I'm not gonna lie. Loss. The only guy that I think that possibly deserve to move up above Makachia was Darnush, uh, who, Darnush who yeah was, and I was waiting for that matchup that's what I was yeah, yeah. For as well, but I knew that they were going to move Makachia right as right and as I would have respect him if he go out there and watch Darnush yeah that's going to be not a, no Bobby Green though <laughs> I feel you I feel you but I still think it's going to be a great fight and yes. we're going to talk about that one late in October yes we know be I would say that's 100% one. announced so yeah you can already see what hype about yeah, this 100%, one 100% it's so going to be a great just fight wait for that one because I know I got a lot to say about that one you got a lot to say and I'm going to be honest Already, I might switch my pick. We'll see. I, I mean, I'm not gonna switch my. I already. I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna disagree on this one already. Cause you already calling the upset. I'm already calling the upset. That's that's my prediction. Yeah. So let's keep going. <laughs> Anyways, let's just move on to the next fighter. But and we I got will, best we female will fighter. Talk about that later. But uh, yeah. 
Uh, best female fighter. Um, you want to go with that one next? Uh, yeah. For me, it's got to be Whaley Zhang. Same. I mean, yeah. That and then she retired back. someone. Exactly. Like, you've you got to give it to her. And because Rose lost uh, to yes. Carla Esparza, now what was uh, supposed to be just a great rematch pretty much turned into a title shot. So Plus, now she pretty much retired Joanna and pretty much wants to get the title shot. Well, so. well, that Pena fight didn't happen as well, too. Like, they uh, postponed it. The the next Pena fight, right? Wasn't no, that's different division. Uh, well, no, not, it's not Carla. Is, Rose, and Car- I'm not saying Rosen, but uh, I'm saying like she she wasn't well, fighter. P- Pena who? Juliana? Yeah, it was uh, Juliana. Pena that's versus, another division. I know, but that's why I'm saying she she's not fighter there because they canceled her fight. Remember? Because oh, if she would have fought, then she probably would have won. Then they just I, I'm pretty sure they they had the women's fight and uh, no, 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 that's happening. Well, no, I know what's happening later in the year, but it was supposed to just happen. They canceled the fight. And if she would have won, then she probably would have been my woman's fighter of the year. Oh, what that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but nah, until, like, I wasn't even thinking about that because it didn't happen. But I'm still, like, they, are you sure it was supposed to, it got canceled? Yeah, they they got, st- it was supposed they, to be in UFC 275, actually. Because they just dropped, they, they just dropped the TUF. Well, it was supposed to be UFC 275, and then uh, they moved up that Chandler and Tony Ferguson fight, if you remember. Yeah. But I thought that was Tate or something, Misha or something like that. Or was that the Misha Tate? That's fight? what I'm saying. Like Nunez and Pena oh, hasn't a... got canceled because it's actually oh, still you know it's still like it's it's on schedule. Because I'm saying they still drop in the TUF episodes for the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah the Ultimate Fighter is still. Going it was out Misha sure. Tate or somebody that was supposed to be on that card. And yeah, I'm gonna check that right now. But uh, anyways, as far or, you know what, Nunez and, and Pena is happening. Uh, like next month or in two yeah, months? Yeah, yeah, July July thirtieth. Uh, it is happening. That's true. This is next one. That's okay, that's what I say. No, so that's that the schedule. The yeah, so that's the schedule. That's true. So yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what I was thinking about. And it, you're right about that. It was uh, it, it was, was I think it was like Misha or something because she was supposed to come back and we were all excited about it. It was yes, Misha, Misha Tate, Tate versus yeah. Lauren Murphy. Lauren Murphy yes. versus Misha Tate. That's right because Lauren Murphy was. So at this point, it's pretty much I was between about, yeah, I was Zaley about and Valentina. That's right, yeah. Because she had a great title defense this year. Mm. Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah. So pretty much, but like Whaley retired somebody. Yeah, but that's what I mean. If and you, now gets a title shot. If you brought this in another month, then that's yes. what I was saying. If no. Pena wins. Even if Pena loses, if, if Amanda come back and dominates and knock Pena that's out, gonna that's going to be it, literally. Right. So yeah. whoever that's wins that fight yeah. next month, 100% is about to be fighter of the year for the women. Yeah, 100%. I, I, got, I got confused. I thought like that fight, got, no, no, that because was a fight that got canceled. I've, there was a high profile fight one. recently was, that did get canceled. It was, it was a Tate. Yeah. 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 Misha Tate one, but that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like if that fight, you know happens that's gonna be my one no because 100 percent. if if juliana wins again then right yeah and if Pena and, wins again because she just came back from having a baby bro like, pretty much like, like it's gotta give it to her. whether whether uh amanda comes like if amanda gets her belt back like it's it's gonna be a that's gonna be a fight so women's, yeah women's fighter there so let's move on to the men's fighter of the year. i mean we talked about fighter of the year but the men's best male fighter, basically. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my choice. You gonna stick with Olivier? So for, for yeah. me, I'm just gonna, I'm honestly gonna go with Volkanovski, though. I know that I, I didn't, and this Here's is my backup. So this is why this, the only thing I wanted to bring up, and I know I, I said it previously when when I was talking about Charles Olivier, the only reason why I'm not picking Charles Olivier as male fighter of the year is because he had weight issues during the weigh-ins. So that yeah. was my only issue with him, and that's why I can't have him as the best male fighter because he had issues off, you know, off the uh, mat pretty much. So that's literally the only reason. Volkanovski came out there, he beasted, and Volkanovski's still in his prime at 37. 
Uh, and still, he just solidified his like goat like goat conversation. Status. Yeah, goat yeah, yeah. Most uh, um, wins in a row. Most uh, I think title defenses in that division. And uh, beat the other goat of that division twice much, and twice. three times. Three, oh, three times, times. Three times. Sorry. In fashion, like maulings ridiculous fashion yeah so sure. it's just hands down he's the best in that division so yeah the only reason that that i have best male fighter is volkanovsky is because of the uh liberty air problems with the weigh-in yeah yeah the only reason but that's that's literally it <laughs> no, no yeah, yeah, yeah. for honestly, me it was yeah, the same as far as far as skill best male fighter i would probably go with Olivier, but you know off especially the, knowing what he got lined up yeah because fighter when you're looking at fighter i'm thinking about inside the octagon Best male fighter I'm thinking about is the overall like athlete as a UFC athlete. You I get what you're what I mean? saying. I feel that's, you. That's kind of how I go at it. But anyways, yeah. But the the last one that you know we kind of really wanted to get through is oh, we got two more. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry, my bad. I, I definitely yeah yeah. Cause we yeah, did yeah, add, yeah. We just add randomly one. added one right before. No, I talking about while we were sitting on the couch. Right, right. We right. just added one at the end. Of the day. Like, want to do this? And like, that's gonna be the card yeah, of the year at the end. Much but the, right before yeah, the yeah. card of the year, we wanted to talk about. Either the best like rookie or prospect of the year. Yes. Know? Like, so what do you think about that? We kind of took different definitions. Right. So right. and no, I'll be honest. Yours is better because mine was just hard. Um, best prospect, obviously UFC comers. I'll be honest. I even chose uh, like Kevin Holland. Yeah. While Kevin he's Holland, not new, new, still, he like, basically went five and zero, twenty twenty. Went 0 and 3 last year, and then this year looked like he's coming back. Um, but for me, I he just he like he just chose people like like couple fights in debate. Most of them, most of your options started last year, 2021. Right. I dug to try to find someone specifically who had their first UFC fight this year, and at this point, there is literally only one person who like can give a good. Um, shot for that, and that's pretty much uh, Jack Della Modellana. Yeah, and that's hard as hell to say. It is, but he's a beast. I mean, my <laughs> two man, and no, short, two stalking. great highlight knockouts. Um, I think he's what Australian, mm-hmm. yep. Australian. Australian. Yep, a first round knockout in January. Um, and then another first round finish uh, just last month at two seventy five. Right. Yeah. So right now he's looking pretty good for the year. Um, he's good at scrambling, good at takedowns. Obviously, he got hands, good, a good boxer. Um, so right now, I I think I got him. Um, but like I said, my criteria was a little bit more specific to this year. I think you just chose someone that's like. Well, that's a pretty good choice because he's only fought two fights this year. And they both. And, he's UFC, two and zero in there too this year. Two and zero. And, and yep. honestly, if you January guys haven't checked out his first fight, fight. Check out, yes, check, check out, out my fight. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, uh, Jack he's gonna Della be over. He's a beast. Like, he's honestly, definitely gonna be fights. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were dope as hell. Like I can't lie, but. I'm gonna be honest. Like the the only reason I picked somebody else is because I was I was thinking about your guy. There was two other guys that I was thinking of that I'm gonna mention, and the guy that I went with is is honestly Alex Pereira, and I'm gonna tell you why. Like this this man Alex Pereira, and people are gonna know about him now. People are gonna know about him now, especially coming yeah, up. Yeah, when they see that man on the floor in November. Yeah, pretty well. I don't know about that. Well, at least <laughs> when they see his name on the poster. <laughs> for the main card but i mean there's no doubt that he's the prospect of the year in 2022 like this man came out of nowhere he was out of the top 10 up. last year out of the top 20 actually and now in this year in the middle of the year it seems like he's got a title fight he he's only had three ufc fights and he won three and no all three were knockouts but the only reason why he's considered for a title fight is because the last person that he 
or sorry, the, the last person that was beat by him uh, was the champion, Israel. Pretty much uh, in another another last... kickboxing organization, he went 2-0 against Izzy. So right now, Izzy's already washed the division more like more than once. Like He's already lapped a couple people twice. Right. So at this point, 100%, they're pushing for that fight, uh, for that hype. Right, and and I gotta say, like I mean, in twenty twenty one, it was it was the end of twenty twenty one. Remember, it was November when he had his first fight in the UFC. Uh, he he faced a overmatched uh, Machado Dennis, and he beat him with a knockout. Twenty twenty two, in the early in the year, this was February, he beat Bruno Silva, who was another highly touted prospect who was also coming up in the as a prospect this year, and he knocked him out. And then just recently, he knocked out Sean Strickland, who was riding a six fight win streak. And appeared to be like definitely in a form of his life, so he he definitely took care of business. Yo, that man was so annoying. I mean, yeah, that's it was that's so true. hard getting through that week. It was it was tough. <laughs> it was tough, but I mean, honestly, like he did his thing though. You can't lie, he did his thing, and and now like a lot of people are looking at him for a title match after three fights. That's almost unheard of. That's almost like I'll uh, be honest. I'm pretty sure I'm on camera at some point last year. Literally guaranteeing that that man would not get a title shot within the first year. Damn. Like I'm thinking about it. And I'm pretty sure. Like we, Damn, we I knew, remember talking about it. And we I was knew like, that. Yeah, we knew will. Alex. Like oh, from yeah. from I the know. get, we knew about I his know. history with Izzy and all that. Um. So I remember. Like no, we you know were, what? I, no, no, no. I remember. I think we both said that he was gonna get a fight because he, be, because of he the watched the division and the division. I think. Yes, okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna say we definitely yeah, yeah. before the title shot was a thing. We actually talked about like how soon we think he would get up there. No. And I remember thinking it was. You know what? I think I was, to me, I was gonna be like, it's got to be three fights, right? I think and it was, then, and it was. But, yeah. No, there was two fights only, because we were talking about it in early 2021, before he had his his uh his two fights, because he did have that one. We talked about it right after his fight in uh, December, his first fight in the UFC is when yeah. we talked about it, and then, but I mean, it might happen in two, it might happen in three. You never know. He, Israel might take somebody else. I mean, but do you is, think Izzy wants to take that fight this year? I'll be like, honest, no. I know. I, don't think, think I think I Izzy think likes Izzy, no. Izzy likes to fight three times a year, and he's already fought twice. And they already announced the October, like two seventy eight in August is already announced. Right, right. That's the Makachev. They definitely no. That's uh, no. That's oh no. That's August, the last one. Oh no, it's uh, that, October. But I'm saying that's October, but yeah, man. no. That's Usman versus Burns. I mean Usman versus Edwards. That's the last one they officially and, announced. Well, no, they so they, they, they got, just announced. The two UFC two Well, it's announced because they they got a date. For I it. know, I know, but they but technically they 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 haven't filled out the as whole far thing. As That's what I'm saying. When they they, they the, main. the last one officially filled out is August. Right. So technically, you got still five months after that to squeeze in. You basically got yeah, yeah, one taken that, away because October. But, but, there's so, no way he's gonna be on an undercard. He's gonna be the main. So pretty main much, card, he so. got November or December. I was gonna say yeah, because that that October one is taken. So. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know if he's going to want to. I don't know. Izzy might want to say let's do it because he likes to fight three times a year. So we might see that title shot happen this year. That's that's why I was saying all if that. I was Izzy. I'm not. Yeah, I feel you. Because I feel we you. might see it happen this year. But, yeah, there's only two chances pretty much. Like you said, November Pretty much or November December. or December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that does make sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's, if it's November or December, I could possibly see I think, it. No, but Izzy's going to want to. Yes, he is. So. He's making a lot of money right now. With especially that's why with, he's making money because he he fights three times a year. Especially after this fight, seeing how people were like talking shit about how boring this recent fight was, I think he's gonna want to step back a little bit and I mean, hopefully He'll prepare a little work, bit. But real work quick, on his only, entrances. Yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, I don't know, but I still think it's a win for Izzy either way. Yeah, if he fights Pereira. But just real quick, the last prospect that I'm gonna just really bring up is a guy that we talked about a little bit earlier, 
Rafael Faziev, and he's in a lightweight division, and he's obviously seen a lot of different prospects in his in his fight too. He he's only uh, fought four times in mm-hmm. the UFC, and uh, he's had literally four fights in an eleven months, pretty much a twelve month span. Because his you know his uh his previous fight was in uh, May of twenty twenty one, and his last fight was in uh, May of twenty twenty two, and four four fights in the UFC. He's had in a one year span, which is pretty crazy like i mean there's guys that have had five but you know still for a prospect to do it win four in a row he's had three knockouts and uh that's another prospect that i like you know faziev has been balling now and he he moved all the way up to like uh top 10 right now and we'll see what happens with his future but he's already beat a, a guy that that was in a number number seven place so and that was like rafael dosanio so i mean i don't know no yeah no that that's another good prospect for sure that's that's why I mean both of those are really great prospects, but I mean honestly, like all these guys we're talking about, they could end up as like the finalists for the end of the year yes. awards. I'm yes. be honest, like, as long as they fight one more time. But this year UFC has been just been crazy with yes. the with the fights, and I hope they keep coming out with them. And they're definitely gonna have some crazy fights. I mean, yeah, that's up. that's literally like we said. Every time we get a main card, it's like it almost seemed like it's better than the last. One. That's a fact, and, and, and you know we love predicting fights. But if you guys want to predict, like, a fight that's going to happen or a fight you think is going to happen, man, please comment below. Like, let us know what fight you think is going to happen or what you want to see happen. We love yeah. to see that. You know, we love to um, see different matchups. Obviously, we got what? What's it, July, August, September, March 12th. Yeah, we five, got about... Five main cards left, so yeah. you'll hear from us five more times. Uh, and obviously, um, we already know one of them is going to be Olivier versus... Uh, Makachev, so right, right, that's right. gonna be a good main card. Obviously, we don't know what's gonna be under that exactly. as well. We still got the Usman card, and we still got like obviously the we, Nunes yes, card. We got Nunes. You're right, 100. So we know we, three of them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So honestly, damn. So, so we, we got some good fights. We really up. do. So most of the cards are taken up already. Now that that's, I think about yeah, it, yeah, that's um, we got a lot of but we main. do got to go over our top main card, of course. Oh, uh, for course. this year, that that'll yeah. be big. Right now is we're gonna go over the fight i'm sorry the card of the year and if you guys want to comment yours below please do so you know we're gonna go over ours go ahead and tell yours first real quick and, and let me see 100 percent ufc 273 wow that was uh april 9th andrew volkanowski put a whooping on the korean zombie uh aljermaine sterling uh certified like solidified his belt, because obviously that first uh, disqualification that he won over uh, Peter Yan, people Yon. a lot of people were just talking crap and didn't think he had it in him. He went out there and dominated in a, in a, in five rounds of domination, literally for the decision. And I'm glad he did. Because yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So that was a great fight to see as well. And then obviously uh, Gilbert Burns uh, losing the Kazmat Chimaev. Mm. Great, great card. I mean. I'm not gonna lie like those are great great cards and and i really can't hold you on that like those are great ones but i already said mine a little bit earlier and i talked about two of the fights were in there and yeah it has to be ufc 275 for me Teresha versus prochesca obviously we talked about the Teixeira fight a lot tonight and and prochesca fight that was a great fight back mm-hmm. and forth back and forth and that was a championship fight prochesca won and in, in the fifth round with a submission where he looked like he was going to lose. Before that, you had Valentina Shevchenko ball out and beat Talia Santos mm-hmm. in, a, in a nice split decision. Before that, you had another win by Wei Li Zhang 
against Joanna. That was right, supposed right, right. to be like you know the the second fight that they had, and then you had like guys like Jack Medellana, which you were talking about as a prospect guy. You know, it, so you had like a lot of fights on that card that were that were amazing, and I I think that that was definitely one of the most uh, amazing cards. Even though like maybe the the championship fight wasn't like as, as sexy as people like to say, you know, but like it was right. still the whole card itself was dope. Oh yeah, nah. Um, so two seventy three, two seventy five, and honestly, if neither one of those are chosen, um, the one right in between, two seventy four, Charles Olivier beating Gaethje. We talked about that. We also talked about Chandler uh, yep. knocking out Ferguson, and then Carla uh, losing or yep. winning against Carla Rose. Winning. That's why we why that card won't be up there because of that Carla. Carla and Rose fight. Think so. Yeah, everyone really, really hated it. Yeah, that's the the only fight that people hated was that one. I May, mean, the rest of the card was so good, but everyone hated that fight so much. It damn near ruined the event for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, also like the just because you just had Chandler knock out Ferguson. I know to go to that to then go to Charles. But Olivier. then plus like that's what I was gonna say that Justin and uh and Charles fight was very short, so that's why people didn't. A like lot that of people were pissed. Yeah, you know, they were, they were both like, of them were the short. Round, like, Chandler yeah. knocked out. Yeah, Chandler was quick too. Chandler was in the second. So the round. ones that were active, like yeah, you you know you want to see a knockout or something. But, like, the one that everyone had to sit through was just so boring. That's a fact. And it wasn't even that it was boring because, you know me, I, I like technicians. Yo, but 100%, 100% Rose was scared to shake her shots. Carla did what she was supposed to do. And at the end of the day, like, their styles does cause for a boring fight when one of them is being overcautious like the champion That's was that night. So That's a I fact. get I get it. So 273, 275, comment yours below. We definitely want to hear it. And also, man, again, if you're watching us, please go ahead and like this video. Comment what you liked about it. If you guys oh, want to yeah. see us like talk about any other fights that are coming up, possibly that we're not talking about, let us know, man. We'd love to hear your input. Also, make sure that if you guys are listening to us on whatever platform you guys are on, either it's Apple, Spotify, you know, we're everywhere. Uh, honestly, we're on GameCast. Now, nah, let me stop. There's no GameCast. <laughs> it's Dreamcast, homie. Nah. <laughs> no, but we, are, we can we are be. On, we are. Yeah, we are on podcast or podcaster as well. If you guys want to check us out there, all the all the different um, you know podcasting platforms, we're there. Just type in who you got, you'll find us. Also, if you just want to go to our Patreon, make sure you guys subscribe on our Patreon. We got a lot of cool things coming out for you guys. And if you guys want to ask us questions on there, that's a place to do it. You just go ahead and type in your question, and we'll give you guys like a, you know, we'll either put it on the show possibly, or we'll talk. We'll give you like a, a straight up answer right there on the patreon you know also if you want to check us out on social media let us know you know you already know we have a lot of ideas coming up this summer uh for some good episodes uh we are getting uh some fans sending us things and we do love that uh that's where some of these episodes are actually coming from so we definitely want you guys to keep commenting keep loving uh keep liking keep subscribing pretty much uh keep sending us anything you want anything uh you want to hear about when it comes to topics or like he said just questions um that's what we're here for so that's a fact. So, again, appreciate you guys for watching this one, and we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Who You Got with Mello and Rado. See you guys next time, y'all. Peace.